The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, sports betting research analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time has last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. And in honor, of, in honor of Veterans Day, we are giving away everything in the merch store for 10% off with the promo code VETS, V-E-T-S. All proceeds from this sale will be donated to Mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. I'm just about that action, boss. With another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Know me, know the voice on guys. Me, really real, villain real. It's real from Virginia here at your service. <laughs> yeah, <I'm good>. <laughs> <laughs> but we get him again on first touchdown. With a, I think it was what, 30, 35 to 1 payout, something like that. We got him again. You know, it's not too I think it was 25, but either way. Either way, it was a nice win. It was a nice win. Shout out to the defense and special teams on Thursday Night Football and that ugly, ugly Carolina Panthers and Chicago Bears game. Scott Studio, right? Show Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. The overall can't complain. It was a good game for us. Uh, the game was pretty bad, but we made money on it. I had Bryce Young over rushing yards. I had uh, the field goal props, which ended up splitting, but I went two and one on the props. First touchdown score, I joined you with the Panthers special teams and defense. Unfortunately, I also lost a really tough beat on a massive parlay. I had a 91 to one three pick parlay. First half under. Full game alt total under 29 and a half. And I had Carolina defense because one book doesn't offer defense and special teams at uh, the first at uh, the score touchdown. Special teams scored, so it didn't count. And the game landed 29. So I lost because of that. And that would have paid me like 900 bucks. So not fun. The only reason why I took it is because one book does a sweat free promo. Uh, for the Thursday night games, but unfortunately, they don't include defense. They don't include uh, special teams with their defense, and as a result, they lost the parlay. So 91 to one shot right down the drain. So not a fun time, but still a nice game for us nonetheless. Yikes. Uh, using the wrong books around here, man. I, well, using then again, the I can't complain because I here. only bet it on there because it was a risk-free promo. So I wouldn't have placed it on another book. That's kind of the point. That's how they get you. That's what I'm trying to say. No, no, no. Sound like they got you. Sound like you used somebody else I know. You yeah. might have had a winning a winning vet there. That's what it sounds like to me. But here we are. We're going to get through this. 
a better decent game, game on paper. You, yeah, yeah, on paper, this should be a very solid game because Cincinnati Bengals on the road going to play the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Baltimore opened up as a two-point favorite, three and a halfs hanging around there. There's some fours out there, but we're handicapping at three and a half. Forty-six is the total here. Cincinnati coming off the loss to the Texans. Baltimore coming off of a loss to the Browns. Cincinnati possibly was looking ahead to Baltimore here on Thursday night. And when they dropped that game to the Texans here, and it just seems like that was one of the games that the Ravens just give up over the course of the season. It's a lot of implications on the line because Cincinnati's actually making a push here. What do you like here laying three and a half with Baltimore? I like Baltimore. Uh, Cincinnati's got a ton of injuries. I know Humphrey's a bit injured for Baltimore too, so I want to mention that. But the Bengals are decimated at a bunch of different positions. Defensively on the line, they got some issues. Hubbard didn't play last week. He's questionable. Hendrickson didn't practice this week. He's questionable. He got injured in the Houston game. So they might be missing two solid defensive linemen for this game for Cincinnati, and you kind of need all defensive linemen on deck when you're against one of the better running teams in the league. You're also looking at the offense. T. Higgins might not play. We'll see what happens with him, but I don't exactly feel great about his status at the, at the moment. So I think Baltimore, once again, I've mentioned this in the past, but I'll say it again. It's why I don't view Baltimore with Lamar and with Harbaugh as serious Super Bowl contenders every year. It's because they find ways to blow massive leads in the fourth quarter all the time happens three to four times a year with the two of them. And I know, yes, the defense fell apart. Watson had no incompletions in the second half, uh, but we saw Lamar have a brutal pick six there, which helped Cleveland make the comeback. The point is I don't trust Baltimore in the playoff grand scheme of things, but I think that's a good spot for them here. They're at home. It's a division game. They should bounce back for it. And you're looking at Cincinnati once again, being decimated with the receiving core, the defensive lines banged up, and they also can't pass protect. Because Burrow got ch- got uh, sacked three times by, who is it, Sheldon Rankins? Defensive tackle sacked him three times last week. So I got a lot of problems with Cincinnati. They're in the last place of the division. It's kind of make or break time. But I do think Baltimore, with the health advantage and with the home field advantage, is in a good spot here. I'll take the Ravens minus three and a half. I think it's not going to be easy. I think it'll be one possession. But give me Baltimore by seven. Yeah, so you got Trey Hendrickson, T. Higgins, Sam Hubbard, who all did not practice early this week. It's not looking good for them to start on a short week. Uh, All right. So I think that here I'm probably – yeah. how do we not take the, the Ravens in this spot? With the like, injuries, yeah. I have to take Baltimore. Yeah, it's, it's – are we certain the Bengals have a good defense? No. In fact, you make an argument that a lot of their metrics are flawed because they're decent at points allowed per game. But in terms of rushing yards per game, they're allowing the third most in the league, and they're against Baltimore. Even pass defense-wise, they got killed by Stroud. Mm-hmm. So I don't think their defense is actually that good. It's kind of a bend-but-don't-break defense, and they rely heavily on turnovers forced. That's really it. They're not a great unit. Yeah, I, I... – I think that we it's clear on one side of the ball, defense side of the ball, we're giving that to the Ravens. On the offense side of the ball, I think that maybe. I mean, some days Joe Burnett's offense looked really good, and other times they 
look like a deer in headlights, to be honest. And it's it's crazy because they have all those weapons, but they still haven't addressed the offensive line. I think that's going to be an issue here where you're going to get this defensive front of the Baltimore Ravens. That's re- going to get penetration. They're going to get tapped to the quarterback. I I don't know how, how I'm not on the Ravens at this spot. This just seems like clear cut. Take Ravens minus three and a half. Once again, the Ravens had a slip up in a game that they were dominating, which we have seen several times already this year. It's par for the course with Harbaugh and Lamar, but they're still a solid AFC team. Defensively, they had an issue last week against Deshaun. Still a solid unit in general. They're definitely one of the better defenses in the league. What is Cincinnati better at? Are they better at anything? I mean, you may, of course, the receiving core went healthy is better, but with Higgins being out, they're using Irwin and, and Boyd, and they're using Chase. You can argue the receivers are better for Cincinnati. Is that it? quarterback maybe but like even that's close like i i don't know is cincinnati better in a lot of areas no no not really i mean i would i would hesitate to say the receiving core is even better i mean yeah you think jamar chase and t higgins but that's not the offense baltimore runs the offense that they run so yeah the offense that they run they they just need that ppr guy in andrews that deep play threat in flowers and they don't need anything else that's why you can never get another fantasy relevant wide receiver out of this group Uh, yeah, it's pretty clear cut. We take the Ravens here. 46, I mean, I'm not pivoting off of primetime unders, but you under. have been more. You Oh, so you're on under. Okay. I'm on the under. Yeah. I don't think Cincinnati can block. It's really as simple as that. I, I just think that unless you're looking at a couple of deep plays to chase, Baltimore's front is still very solid. And with Higgins being out, no offense to Irwin and Boyd and the other guys they have there. Boyd was pretty good last week. Mostly one catch, he had a massive gain. But then he dropped the touchdown at the end. But I just think that the Ravens' defense will settle in at home. I think they'll look sharper. And I think they're going to be motivated to get back on track after choking that game away last week. Cincinnati, though, even on even with their offense, when they do generate points, occasionally they get a big broken coverage play to chase. Besides that, it's a lot of really long check down passes that lead to long drives, and it's just going to take a lot of time off the clock. Baltimore wants to run. They should have success. They're going to drain a lot of clock, too. I like the under. I see a pretty standard and simple ball control offense approach for Baltimore. Give me a 24-17 type game. All right. Let's see here before we get to the rest of the slate. Got to talk to you about our vet merch honors of in honor of Veterans Day. Merch store is 10% off everything. Use promo code VETS, V-E-T-S. All proceeds from the sale will be donated to Mission 22, nonprofit serving those who have served. So support the great cause. You know, support me, veteran here. Support me, support the cause. And stores.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's our merch store. Make sure you get a reference terrorist t-shirt. Really, really recommend. Store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Promo code VETS. We're also brought to you by Bet365, the world's favorite, best, favorite, all of that, all of the above, over $88 million, the best sports book, the favorite sports book, all of that. They have prop sides, totals, live betting, same game parlays, everything you need. They even give you a profit boost on your NFL same game parlay. So make sure you get in on that. And guess what? Guess what? If you what? Your team, say you you pick a pick a team, and they go up early, go up big early, seventeen points. They go out seventeen points early, 
and they have an early payout offer where you win your money line bet if they go up 17 points. You don't have to worry about the rest of the game. Just the rest of the game doesn't matter. It's a full payout, by the way. Yes, absolutely. Full payout. You know what is crazy? That NBA, I'm, I'm going to tap into the NBA a little bit. But did you see that Raptors and uh, Wizards. what was it? It's got like Wizards. one point in the final seven and a half minutes. And they went, won the game. The Wizards blew the lead. It was like a 23-point th- lead in the third quarter. Man, they even got an NBA early payout offer. You would have cashed your Wizards money line bet. When Ian had to wait till the rest of the game when the Wizards blow it. Make sure you tap into Bet365. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Bet365. And you can choose from two offers. You can get a $1,000 no sweat bet. Or you can get a bet $5, get $150 in bonus bets. You can pick either one. It doesn't matter. Whichever one you want more. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Bet365 to sign up. Problem gambling call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Make sure you lock in with Prize Picks community plays where you can, you know, play alongside your favorite players like Meek Mill. He's got their Andrew Schultz. He's got plays. Like you can go do all of that stuff. You can hang out and play with these guys. You can have the reboot bonus where, look, if you have an injury in the first half and your player doesn't come back in the second half, like Devin Vassell did a couple of weeks ago where he had 17 points in the first half, but his prop was at 17 and a half and he got injured at halftime and didn't come back. Well, guess what? Their reboot bonus will make sure that that player that exits the game and did not return is rebooted. Injury insurance. Nobody else is doing that. Nobody at Daily Fantasy Sports is doing that. Prize Picks is doing it. Promo code SGPN for that 100% deposit batch up to $100 is Prize Picks. Promo code SGPN for that 100% deposit match up to $100. PrizePix.com slash SGPN code SGPN. PrizePix daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Scott. Let's see here. We'll give out a PrizePix lineup at the end for sure. But looky here, we have the Ravens and the Bengals. First touchdown. We hit last week. So what did we do last week? Was it I think I went first last week. All right, there you go. I think. All right, uh, so I'm going to give out two Ravens and two Bengals, even though I do think the Ravens win the game. I'm going to go with Zay Flowers at 14-1 to 1 as my first choice. He played 87% of the snaps last week. Of course, all of the running backs are going to be extremely low for price because of Baltimore and their tendency to run the ball a lot, so I didn't see much value there. Give me Flowers at 14-1, to 1, being a guy who's on the field a lot. I'll take him. Uh, I got... Uh, into the Bengals receiver market, I got Trenton Irwin at 22 to one. Simply put, he put 81% of the snaps last week with Higgins being out. I'm assuming Higgins is not going to play in this game, and he caught a touchdown. So he had a touchdown last week. He's at 22 to one. That's good enough for me. I'll go with him. Then I got Ravens defense and special teams. I mentioned before that I'm not a fan of Cincinnati's offensive line, and I do think they might have some issues. We saw Burrow have a couple interceptions last week. Give me the Ravens defense special teams, a very good unit at 25 to 1. And my last pick was a Bengals tight end. Give me Drew Sample at 43 to 1. The tight ends for Cincinnati are kind of interesting because they rotate three guys kind of evenly. But Sample did lead the Cincinnati tight ends in snap percentage last week. But 43 to 1. For a tight end who had the most snaps last week, I think it's a pretty good value play. Give me Drew Sample at 43 to 1. All right. Let's see here. I, I will. We overlap on at least one of these. Mm, I don't know yet. 
Ravens defense? Really? Mm, no, not really. No, I, I don't like going defense back-to-back weeks. It just it never hits. It feels like a waste of a play. All right. Give me Isaiah Likely, 40-1. to 1. We have taken the starting out swinging. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not taking Andrews at eight to one. There's no value in that. I like the backup tight end. He's got he gets opportunities. You look at this uh, Cincinnati Bengals team and they struggle against tight ends over the course of the entire season. So I think this is a really good opportunity for why is they likely like, you know, you got to get different in these slates and I'll take the backup tight end there at 40 to one. I will also play. This is hard because it's like everybody that I all think, your main guys are below your ten to one threshold. Yeah, and I don't really, I'm not really interested. So give me Keaton Mitchell at eighteen one, and let's say he gets in. Uh, for my Bengals, yeah, like nobody's in the threshold. I'll take Joe Burrow at twenty eight to one. That's all. You always go auto when you're ever in doubt of first touchdown bets. Just defer back to the mobile quarterback. It's always really, really good play. 28-1 for Joe Burrow. I like that play. And for my last one, might go a little more conservative here. And give me Irv Smith at 20-1. I like the Irv Smith play. Mm, yeah, there's nobody else I'm really interested in. Cool. I really feel good. I feel good about Likely, though. Likely feels like likely it's was the price for Cincinnati defense that struggles against tight ends. Yeah, it uh, when's the last time we heard Isaiah Likely? And I remember Isaiah Likely hitting a first touchdown bet. I think it was against the Bucks. Was it that Likely hit it? He either hit first touchdown or last touchdown that game. I'm One trying to remember if Andrews play in that game or not. But he didn't. He didn't yeah. play. Okay. And so that's why we were. It was a big Likely game on Thursday night. Hopefully, even though Andrews is in this, we get another big Likely game on Thursday night here again. All right. Before we get into our prop section and in with DFS, got to talk to you one more time about Hall of Fame Bets because Hall of Fame Bets is a sports betting and research platform for party parts, parlays, and game lines. Make sure that you just sit there and use their parlay optimizer tool. It's really, really cool. It gives you opportunity to break down your parlay based on hit rate, get expected probability, give you everything you need, green, 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 anything you need to help you feel great about your parlay. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching Hall of Fame bets. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. We're also sponsored by Game Time. Make sure that you go get those tickets, especially if you plan on making this game in Baltimore. I might. Hmm, Baltimore's not that far. What's the temperature? What's the temperature going to be this tomorrow? We might, or on Thursday, we might might can make a trip to Baltimore and go catch this game. This is going to be a good one. Well, I'm gonna do that with Game Time app because they are the go-to app. No, no way that I'm going, but. If you all like to go sit in sub 50 degree weather and watch football, absolutely make sure you use the game time app for those last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Game time, use promo code CFPX to get $20 off. And if you find tickets in the same row, same section for less, game time will credit you 110% difference. Make sure you do that. Lower fees, better prices, game time guarantee made for mobile game time app. Promo code CFPX for $20 off your first purchase. Make sure you download the game time app or visit gametime.co. Keep the mojo with you. 
what's your first prop? All right. Uh, so for my first prop last week, I did end up going to a quarterback rushing prop. I had the over on Bryce Young and ended up getting there. For this one, I'm going to actually go with the under for rushing yards on a quarterback. I'm going to go with Joe Burrow, under 12.5 rushing yards at minus 115. He's had a less than eight rushing yards in seven of his last nine games. And against Baltimore, he really has not done a great job of running, and Baltimore's done a good job of keeping him in the pocket. As Burrow's had less than 12 rushing yards in each of his last six meetings against the Ravens. But simply put, I see a lot of quick passes from Burrow. They might get Mixon involved. I know you could argue about a scramble. Maybe that's going to happen. But once again, he's gone under in his last six games against the Ravens. I think that this line's too high. Give me Burrow under 12 and a half rushing yards. All right. Not, not bad. I'm bad. It was, it, was, it was a different look. I wasn't expecting that. I went a little more chalk to kick things off. Mark Andrews over 54 and a half receiving yards. I just talked to you about this Bengals team against the tight end position. I took Isaiah Likely for first touchdown because Mark Andrews is too cheap. However, I still think Mark Andrews has a huge day. This is this is how he gets his work. He goes middle of the field, keeps the chains going, keeps the drives going. He's a PPR receiver. He's going to get a bunch of targets. He's going to get a bunch of yards. And again, the Cincinnati Bengals team, you look at what they're doing against tight ends. They are the fourth worst in terms of total yards allowed to tight ends in the entire NFL. Only the Falcons, Chargers, and Broncos are worst. I'm taking Mark Andrews. This is very, very easy play. I'm actually going to ladder Andrews. All right. Uh, for my second prop, I'm going to go back to the quarterbacks here. It's kind of against your play, but not totally. I'm going to take Lamar under 225 and a half passing yards at minus 115. Number just seems too high to me. He's at less than 224 in four of his last five games. He's at less than 224 in seven of his last 10 games. And the Bengals are really bad against the run. They're allowing the third most rushing yards per game. I see a pretty a simple a plan of attack for Baltimore, run the damn ball. And because of that, I don't see Lamar getting enough pass attempts and enough volume to go over this number. But whether it's going to involve Edwards, Mitchell, even a little bit of Hill, maybe Lamar in his own right. I just see a lot of options for Baltimore to run the ball against a pretty bad front. A reminder that Devin Singletary, who did basically nothing all year, had 100 yards last week against the Bengals on the ground. I think that the Bengals' run defense is abysmal, and I think Baltimore might pivot away from the passing game. Give me Lamar under 225.5. All right. All right. And I'm with the same angle as you, but I took the rushing yards over rushing 44.5 for Lamar Jackson because if he doesn't get it through the air, I think he's going to get it through the ground, and that's how you're going to attack the Cincinnati Bengals team. And I think that, you know, what's been consistent is Lamar Jackson is going to get his opportunities, his chances to run the ball, his chances to make big plays for this offense. I think he can break one and really get this in a couple of rushes here and just keep that Cincinnati defense on their toes while they try to open things up in the passing game, whether it is effective or whether it's not effective. I think that this this is typical Thursday night. Ravens football where you put the ball in Lamar's hands and he goes out there and makes plays with his legs. So I'm all over Lamar Jackson. This is another another play that I'm considering laddering here where Lamar Jackson over 44 and a half rushing yards. Yep, I like it too. But once again, I just think that with the ground game being in full effect, I think the passing game takes a step back. So, yep, kind of correlated between two of us on the same player. And the last one's going to be correlated to my second play, but involves a receiver that I really don't think is that good. He's played some snaps recently, a decent amount, but he has not been that productive. Give me Rashad Bateman 
I'm going to take him under two and a half receptions at minus 135. He's had less than three catches in six of his last seven games. We've seen Flowers take a step forward. We saw Adele have a touchdown last week. I just think Bateman, with the lack of passing attempts based on how good the ground game should be, Bateman really hasn't done anything this year. And I think that two and a half might seem like a low number. But it's really not because, once again, he's gone under in six of seven. Give me the under in what should be a run-first game plan for the Ravens. I'll fade Bateman. And to close things out, give me Joe Burrow. Over half an interception. Okay. That was one of my runner-ups. I don't, I don't, I don't think you, I, I, something's wrong, Scott. Something, can't block isn't, something isn't right there. And I'm telling you, it's so many ways we get this interception. It's so many ways we get this interception. Whether it's somebody misses a block, whether receiver tips the drill, whether it's Joe Burrow just forcing the ball as he's done in the past. Like this on the road. Catch up yeah, or... trailing, trying to play catch up. Like this feels like the spot. This feels like the spot. And if you look at every time Joe Burrow has thrown an interception before here, before this game, well, no, I'm sorry. That's not what I'm trying to say. This season, Joe Burrow has had two different sets of back-to-back interception games. He had it earlier. What's this week? What's that week three, week four? He had it in week four, week five, and then he just had two interceptions last week against Texans. So if he goes by the trend, he's going to make a mistake this week. I don't know how good or bad that goes, but I'm fading Joe Burrow here in a spot where I think that he's going to struggle. Like, I think this Ravens defense is going to get home. I think that secondary is still alive. So I'm all over Joe Burrow to throw a pick here. Are you surprised I didn't do a kicker prop? Uh, no, because these both of these kickers are actually pretty well known at this point in their career. So yeah, pretty much. Uh, if it was an obscure kicker, if it was Dario Gumawale, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I would have thought you might have took him. You know, Tucker's actually not been that great for like props this year. They don't yeah, kick many people. I know. It's crazy. Future on favor. All right. Yeah. DFS. All right. A reminder, I'm using one platform. He's using another. So keep in mind, he has one extra player than I do. Uh, for my lineup, I'm going to warn you right now, I did take both quarterbacks, but <laughs> I have a very, very weird order, which should make this lineup pretty unique. My okay. captain spot. You want to guess who it is? The defense. It is Keaton Mitchell in my captain spot. Wow. You're I know I didn't give him out for first touchdown. I thought 18 to 1 was maybe a little bit low. Uh, I was hoping for something higher since he only had 24% of the snaps last week. How the hell did he only have 24% of the snaps? The guy had a 30 something yard touchdown run in the first quarter, basically. And you you gave him two more carries the rest of the game? Give him the damn ball. Like, he's a really good player. I think he's in line for a massive stat line. No offense to Gus Edwards. I know that he's a good goal line back. But damn, man, Mitchell's fast as hell. You got to give him the rock. Like, he's really good. So I got Mitchell. I think he's in line. Even if he gets, like, seven, eight carries, maybe he has an HN line where he goes, like, seven carries for 140 yards and two touchdowns. Could happen. But I think that Mitchell's a good low ownership option in the captain spot. So give me Mitchell as my captain. Give me Ravens defense. You mentioned Burrow interception. I mentioned that Burrow also got sacked three times by D tackle last week. There's questions. <laughs> and Higgins is injured. So that's going to be a problem too. give me the Ravens defense to bounce back at home. Now I also took Lamar and I took Burrow. You know, I got to conclude them in some aspect, but with Burrow, I went for a stack and I did go with Trent Irwin. I think everyone's going to have chase. 
But with Higgins not being there, I'll take the guy that had a touchdown catch last week, the new number two or three receiver, because Boyd always plays in the slot. So Irwin's basically the new two. I'll take him at a salary of 7,500 for once again, a guy who had a touchdown last week. With Higgins not playing, you should probably take a shot with a low budget wide receiver in that depth chart. Give me Irwin at 7,500. So once again, I line up as Mitchell in the captain spot. Ravens defense, Irwin, Jackson, and Burrow as my other four. All right. Let's see here. I went chalk for my captain. Not going to lie. I went chalk. Give me Andrews. Lamar because he runs? Andrews. Oh, okay. He's got he's got the fourth best tight end matchup in the league, and he's a top three tight end. Is it's pretty obvious here, even though I, I do like likely. I think that this is an op- like this is the Mark Andrews. I'm just going to destroy the Bengals game. So Mark Andrews in a captain. Then I same thing as you followed up Ravens defense, threw them in there, and uh, uh, let's see Ravens defense. Yeah, I I really if this is a if this is a blowout on the Ravens side, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't. Yep. However, I did play Jamar Chase because ultimately Jamar Chase just continues to get the work, and he's a really good wide receiver. And I'm just going to bank on him getting open. Like Burrow can have a crappy day, and Chase can still have a really good day. So I took Chase. I didn't take Jer- Burrow. I did take Lamar Jackson still, and you know. I think he could still get done on the ground, probably get a touchdown, something like that. So I took Lamar Jackson still. I did roll with Keaton Mitchell. I had him for first touchdown. I think he can get into the end zone. And maybe this is like a blowout, and Mitchell gets some work at the end of the game. That's fantasy points that we need. If if um, we're right about this and this game gets ugly for the Bengals, we're going to need some fantasy points on the back end if you want to win this Millie. So give me Keaton Mitchell. And I did the same thought process as that with my other first touchdown score, but I needed one more bangle to kind of balance things out. Give me the Irv Smith Jr. He gets into the end zone and makes this a good week. Cool. All right. Lock. Anytime touchdown. Prize picks contest. Let's see. For my lock. I'm not even questioning. Just give me Ravens minus three and a half. I really think the Ravens are going to destroy the Bengals here. Like, I don't think this is going to be a close game. I think the Bengals bought themselves some hype coming and building up into building up, building up, building up, building up, building up. But now they hit a buzzsaw. Now they hit a buzzsaw in this team. I think this Ravens defense is going to have a get-right game. I think that they'll be able to get it done on the ground against that terrible Bengals run game. And Mark Andrews is going to be player of the game, 100% all the way down with the Ravens here. Minus three and a half, four, my anytime touchdown score. This was a little more difficult because, you know, I'm not giving out no baby dogs around here. So everybody is like a baby dog. Andrews is tempting at plus 150. Just give me Keaton Mitchell at plus 330. 333 on bet 365, one because I like seeing the three 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 there, but also we really have the same picks every damn Thursday night episode. Okay, which All is right. crazy. Cool, but again, I think this could be a blowout. And if it's a blowout, and you're telling me that Keaton Mitchell has an opportunity to, you know, 
be at the end of the game in a blowout game and get carries. He's going to break one. He's really good, man. Yeah, Keaton Mitchell, plus 3-3-3 for anytime touchdown. Scott, we already know your anytime touchdown score. Oh, did you take the Ravens too? I was initially going to, but I'll pivot slightly. I'll take Ravens first half. I still see a two and a half there, but in reality, Baltimore still has an issue closing out games, which has plagued Lamar and Harbaugh for several years at this point. But if I do think Baltimore is going to dominate and I do think they're going to be extra motivated after getting that really bad finish against the Browns, I can see a pretty realistic spot where the Ravens just get all their anger out in the first 30 minutes. Bengals have to reinvent themselves kind of because with Higgins being out and with the black loss offensive line and the injuries to the defensive line, this rushing attack should dominate in the early stages of this game, especially if Hubbard and if Hendrickson are out. So I see Baltimore opening up a big lead early, and I think that's going to be the main reason why I'm picking them to cover the full game. But since that's the case, I do think they'll also be leading at the end of ha- at the end of the first half, and you can still find a two and a half available at about minus one fifteen. So I mm-hmm. will pivot. I see a minus one ten actually. Give me the Ravens first half minus two and a half as my lock. Anytime touchdown, it's got to be a Mitchell. Uh, 333 is too good of a price for a guy who's that dynamic offensively, who should get more run moving forward. So I'll go with Mitchell with you at 333. Whew. I hope that didn't jinx it. All right. Well, that's why I picked a different play, kind of. <laughs> Let's go with prize picks. Make sure you tap into prize kits. Use that code, promo code SGPN. Hey, man, they got a taco play. For you know, the one person that's catching us live, they got Andrews, they moved it from 54 and a half to 41 and a half receiving yards. Make sure you use that play. We're not going to use that for this lineup, but of course, you should use that anyway. Well, I mean, can we just can we not still pick Andrews? We can. I'm just saying that. that okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They just not going to reduce the 25 bucks. If you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just didn't point. get the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. Yeah, but we're still going to. We can use Andrews the default one. 54, 54 and a half, Andrews. That, that's got to be in there. They Mitchell rushing there? Probably not. Mm-hmm. No, don't see it. Don't What's more passing yards? Because I do like the under on that. I can if we think Baltimore kills, then we might get benched in the fourth quarter. True. 222 and a half. Okay, so they're cutting me off more. three yards. Four I like less. the less, but I'm losing three yards there. Uh, we'll all right, so you we'll want to do less. Whenever we, whenever we lose yardage or points or anything, it always still works for us. Yeah, so, so we'll go take... Lamar under for passing yards. Less. And you want to throw in Burrow interception? Yeah, we got Lamar less for passing yards, and let's see if they have Burrow for an interception up here. That feels good. Uh, Let's see. We do. So, just to recap what we have here, three plays in our prize picks contest. We have Joe Burrow more than half an interception, Lamar Jackson less 22.5 passing yards, and Mark Andrews. Yeah, 222 and a half passing yards less. And Mark Andrews more, 54 and a half receiving yards. You go and you take those three and put that into prize picks. And that's going to pop out with a look at this. I mean, oh, wait, there we go. Look at this. I mean, you can turn $20 into $100. You can turn $100 into $500. You can turn $1,000 into $5,000 at prize picks. Make sure you use that whoa. They just tried to sit here. I almost put that entry in. 
By the way, reminder, if you're getting 20 to 25 bucks, you can take that Andrews taco play at 41 instead. Yes, you can. Make sure you I – mean, and do that. Do that. But if you don't see it, it's cool. We like the 54 as well. We like the 54 as well. So make sure you do that. Pays five times the money you put in. Prospects code SGPN. All right, Scott, anything else for people before we get up out of here? No. Well, hopefully the Ravens cover for us, and we'll see you, next, we'll see you uh, for the afternoon game show in about two days. All right, he's at Rush Radio back really well to score to score. Oh, we're doing the basketball show tomorrow, so stay tuned for that too. Yep, catch us on the NBA Gambling Podcast. Check, catch us here on the NFL Gambling Podcast. He's tennis. I do college sports. We do a lot of things over here, so make sure you tap in with us. Other than that, I don't really have anything else to say. Nothing else. Do no other way of ending the podcast. Just going to end like this. We are out of here. 